0: Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Stephen McCoy, and you are listening and watching Sessions with Stephen. It's been a minute. Today's show is going to be about knowing your worth, to know your worth. And um, at first, I just want to thank everyone out there for the amazing birthday wishes. I'm so appreciative for that. Life has changed so much almost extremely drastically. I've been so busy traveling, as you guys seen, traveling all over the world. It's just been extremely fleshful. Uh, I was just named the first black deaf-blind journalist in the United States. Thank you to all of the writers, all of the, the blogs, and and those uh, we brought TV, Hollywood a lot. Thank you uh, everybody for for covering me and that, that was super, super dope. Um, I saw a lot of people had a lot of questions, like how the heck, what how how is he doing this? Well, I just wanna just dive in and let you guys know what it is. I I have retinitis, pigmentosis, and usher syndrome. Now, I told you guys about this a couple of years ago, but and I don't think you guys were really paying attention. I've consistently, but not all the time. I never vocalized it heavy because I was still going through it. I didn't, it, it was a transition for me. With retinitis pigmentosa, it's a eye deficiency for me. Night blindness or a dim area is what Really, that's my situation. I would like to give you guys an example. For example, if, if if we're in the dark and, you know, there's a pen on a nightstand, you might see that pen on the nightstand, but then I, I won't see it until we turn on a lot. So it's like that type of weird situation, which has caused me, I would say, I put myself in the situation trying to not accept my... Superpower, because that's what I call it. I call it a superpower. For a person who hasn't been blind his whole life, of course, I. it was uh, frightening. It was scary. And I'm still learning so much every single day. Every single day is a preparation. And even with Usher syndrome, those who know me, you guys know that I wear hair and aids. I've worn hair and aids for many years, since I was about five or six. And... A lot of people contacted me and they were asking like, I never knew you were, you had a disability or anything like that. Yeah, because a lot of times I would hide it because I'm working in the entertainment industry and working in the entertainment industry where they glorify perfection, it it was really tough. So I kind of had to fit into this world of perfection and I damn sure was not perfect you know, but I had to play my position. I mean, even just starting out as an intern. The the weird thing about it that I saw a lot of people saying that he's using his disability as a clutch. Absolutely not. I've, I've been doing this. I don't know, a lot of people are probably just being reintroduced. And it does feel like a reintroduction because now I'm truly living out my truth. I'm truly living out what my purpose is any whatever purpose i thought i was trying to follow many years before this i cannot even remember you know i can't because i just wasn't living my truth and i remember even just working at vt at one assistant park there were many times where i would take out my hair aids and because a lot of times when people are having a conversation with me They're only looking in my ears. They're not even looking at me in in my face. And um, to me, it it was kind of, you know, it was bothersome. So that was just pretty tough in itself. And then just moving forward into the future. And then I'm, I'm noticing I'm bumping into things and not seeing things and hurting myself, falling down the stairs, ending up in the hospital. And still, even after that, I'm still denying The fact, because it was a psychological situation, it was it was very psychological. There's a shock that happens. There's so many. It's a grief that happens. I'm losing my eyesight. I cannot see. You know, people are not understanding. People are not sensitive. About it, and I, I'm also a person. I don't need you to be sensitive to me. I don't. I'm. I've never been raised that way. We we don't look for sympathy. We don't. We do it on our own. So that was even tough because I was in a space where I'm. I've always been independent. I moved out of my mother's house at age of 20 simply because I was able to. I was independent enough to do so, and. Imagine being that independent for so many years and then also needing the assistance, needing the help. But it was like, you know, my family members, they would you know, try to help me out if I didn't see anything. And I'm getting kind of like, uh, I I don't want to say angry, but it was like, no, I got it. Like I have it, but then I really don't. And then if someone didn't help me, then I would be upset about it too. So it was just, it was a weird uh transition, but that happens. And that's the thing, a lot of you don't even understand, and I, un- I understand, I-, I can comprehend how you guys went into a dark space simply because you can't imagine yourself in my shoes. And I don't think many people can walk my shoes. Going blind, going deaf, that can happen to anybody. I actually just, I'm still on tour. I produced a tour called Sessions with Stephen, owning your superpowers, and we've been traveling all over the place. I've teamed up with different partners, organizations, and it's so dope because I was able to speak to many children all over the world. And it, it's such a blessing. And I call them my superheroes. Those are children and teenagers and young adults who are in college. And um, they, too, also a lot of them suffer from disabilities. But I try to change that narrative for them because a lot of times, even in certain areas, I'm just going to use, because not only the urban area, there are suburban areas. There are many different um, situation that these children end up in. There, we have so many organizations that are helping these children with disabilities. We're 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 helping them get jobs and and producing, uh, helping them uh, establish a resume. But a lot of times, even their families are holding them back. Even their families that some may be afraid, and some are living comfortably off of the child, and they don't want to be in uncomfortable and and, which is really really a bad thing and for me I remember when me and my mother many years ago we had got something in the mail from social security and whatever it said it looked as if they already had my, my life set up already they already had it mapped out and my mother was like, you see that dish? <laughs> like they, they literally just painted out your whole life. And I and she was like, we're not having that. And and I said, yeah, I don't, I don't, like that's weird. So I mean, just to move forward and and speak about, there were times when I was on a red carpet and I was bumping into people. I wasn't even, I couldn't hear. The, as my hearing is, is is decreasing, my vision is low. I remember interviewing Lena Wait, and I actually have that footage, but it, it did not make it to um, online, but I still have enough plan to share it one day. But we, we did an interview, and this is my second time having her on, by the way. And um, at the end of the interview, she's like, give me that. And you guys know what that is, right? You know, you... Giving a, a handshake to someone, and it was—I was just like, "Huh?" I didn't—I don't—I don't. I'm like, "Cause I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing her hand like this because my side vision is just—you know—it's not that—not that good. So, um, and and she's like, "Give me dab," and I'm like, "Oh, my camera person had to." you know like take my hand and, and give her my hand like so at that moment I remember that was right before the pandemic that was my last event right before everything shut down and I was just gonna quit I mean come on you now y'all putting me in a house and y'all saying I can't go anywhere and now I'm dealing really dealing with my uh with my vision although now I'm in a safe space but it actually turned into a very positive thing because I remember my schedule going for, okay, cancel, 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 cancel. We scheduled, cancel, cancel. So I'm like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? Thankfully, we have Zoom. We have all of these things. We have virtual red carpet. And at that time, that was a blessing for me. 2020 was actually more of a blessing for me because at that time I was able to you know, go to my doctors, I can I can do my Zoom stuff, I don't have to worry about, um, you know, bumping into people or do all of these other things that was my biggest fear. Also, a big fear was now that I'm losing my vision and things, I can't do the things that I used to do, which is actually a lie. I, you are able to do anything that you want to do. You're just going to have to do it differently. You know, you may need some tools. You may need, as my uh, eye doctor said, my eye specialist, he told me, he said, you know what, Stephen, um, you can do this. Just go get you a flashlight and go live your life. And that's exactly what I did. And um, throughout the pandemic, I was able to educate myself on my very own Disability and with Usher syndrome, my mother has a trait of that. It's almost like when you look at it in a sense. I don't want to compare it to sickle cell, but just when they were explaining it to me, it's like a half a cell. And my mother has that trait, and my father has that trait. So the mesh together created this crazy magic here. So now I have the full cell of the Usher syndrome, which causes your hearing to decrease. It just I, I would just say to those out there who who don't understand, try to educate yourself on that. Never ever wanted to come out and because and, I never wanted to be a face of disabilities. I was ashamed of that. I didn't want to like I didn't want my audience. I I was trying to even control who my audience was. And and that's just outrageous. That's crazy. You know because all my life i started out being bullied and and things like that you know people used to run and hit me and and, and pull out my hearing aids out my ears and make cheese me all the time so of course like as an adult and it was adults doing that to me as well as a child so of course you know growing up as an adult you know the world to be cool so I, they were teaching me to hate myself, and I had to literally wipe out that old whatever that was taught. I had to to teach myself all over again. I had to love myself all over again. And I'm I'm now talk about knowing your worth. That I know my worth. I know what I have worked hard for. I I started out as an intern working. Six years as an intern, five years unpaid, and finally the fifth year I got paid. Not even a position. I was a paid internship. And these are with various individuals. Y'all already know my history with Disney and my history with BET and various media outlets and that caused me to produce my own company, uh, Spoken Entertainment, because now I was in the rooms with the cast and directors and they did not... I mean, the things that I was hearing and and the things that they were saying about these talents, I knew that I had to use one of my talents. One of my dreams was to be an actor and, uh, and to write and to produce. I had to choose which one because acting was not gonna pay the bills at all. I knew that writing was gonna be something that I can I can love and I can also I can take care of myself. And also with writing you can change you have the power as a writer to change the narrative of things. And that's what I figured, you know what? I have to produce this show called Sessions with Steven. And you guys did not even know what I was doing with that. Sure, you already knew I was working in mainstream. I had all of, the, you know, my my people come on the show. A lot of your favorite stars come on the show. And I, I was trying to bring a lot of humility into media. And that's, that is my own little space, you know. We we can come talk about your 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 fragrance that you have out, but also we're gonna talk about what matters most to you and and build that humility into the world. I think that's super important. And throughout that, I was slowly, slowly, you know, sometimes you gotta wait your time. You have to wait your your turn. It's just the way the game is played. It's best you just wait your turn. I waited patiently, and I felt little little info on on who I really was and what I was going through. Y'all know how y'all say, "Go check on your strong friend." I was the strong friend, and I'm cool with that. But also, when everyone found out about my disability and saw that I had no, I, I didn't know what to do, and I couldn't see then those friends started to hang out without me. I I would look online like, oh, wow, really? Wow, I didn't get the invitation? Wow, really? You know, but that's okay. I prayed to God that he removed whoever, whoever is not supposed to be in my life, please remove them. And it it was a lesson. And it also sends a message of, if you are a person with a disability, go go get help for example i never wanted to use a cane and it took me some time to when i need it so i i would i have a cane on me always and then i would pull it out if i need it i didn't want to use that because that's like that's not me this is not this don't match my outfit like (laughs) that's what it was so and and it just as if you have glasses if, if, if you if glasses helps you then put on your glasses. I mean, because then you're you're looking disoriented. You're leaving others to control your stage and to control to, to find a solution that they don't know about. You should know about it. So of course people get nervous and they think, well I don't know, maybe Maybe we shouldn't invite them. I don't know. Because, I mean, this place has a lot of stairs, you know. So that does happen. And it's so important for us to educate ourselves always and educate others once we receive that knowledge. I've met many people who people will ask them about their disability. Like, well, how would you go blind? And the person would shoot them off. Like, why, why would you do that? Now, anywhere they go, they're going to feel... They can't communicate with people who may be in a wheelchair or whatever it is, and we have to use that opportunity always to educate those individuals so they can go out into the world and and we can normalize this thing. And that that's where what it is with me. So I I'm not using my disability as a clutch because I've been a journalist, I've been successful, but just so happened because I came out to say what my disability was and I'm doing the work. Like, I've always went to universities and schools and spoke to children about how to elevate, but I wasn't speaking about my, what was my struggle. Because I, I, although I'm a journalist, yes, I'm a man in media, I still didn't want the attention. I just wanted to make a difference so, I mean, I, little did I know, you know, me saying what my situation was, that I would actually be making history. I didn't know because I was going to quit journalism. If, and I'm sure that's what happened. You think 2022, you mean to the tell me there hasn't been no black uh, deaf, blind journalist here in the United States? Well, they, they may have, but they quit while they were ahead because they were thinking like I was thinking. I'm going to just quit because how can I communicate with somebody if I can't really hear them? How can I attend these award shows if I can't really see? And it's a cool world. Those the, the people that's in this business is very cool. But guess what? I, I, I'm i very tough. And I, I, I've received a lot of a lot of knowledge. I've done all the work. And I have to put a battery in my own battery. I had to switch off the old one and put in a new battery. And that's what I'm hoping to do with these kids. And I must say, for those who are... I, I understand um, there was an article out there that said Stephen McCoy, the, the first journalist with a disability. I know that's not true. Obviously, that. I, I, I mean, those writers aren't fact-checking. You have to fact-check your, your, the stories that you're writing. Don't do copy and paste. You have to check. And uh, I mean, because that does sound uh, obviously ridiculous. But for those of you that don't attack me for what people, are, what people are writing about me, that ain't, you know, I have nothing to do with that. Like, I'm not telling these people this, you know, it's just, hey, but one thing you can't do, you can't erase history. And I, I made history. And when I'm no longer here one day, hopefully I have inspired many, you know, and I and I know that I'm doing my work. I know because so many people, they come to me and all the time, all the time and say that. I uh, inspire them, and I'm 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 extremely grateful for that. So we're gonna continue going on tour. We're gonna continue traveling the world. You know, we're going to sessions with Stephen. is going to South Africa. I'm very excited about that. Honduras. Um, so so many different places. So I'm very excited. We gotta continue to keep. Supporting one another and using your voice and following your purpose. You never know what someone is going through. You never know what someone is going to go through tomorrow. And you never know what happened yesterday. So always treat people with kindness. I know that I'm very aware that people are walking around angry and have a lot of pain. So when, um, because a lot of my cousins, we saw saw y'all comments and stuff like that and i'm like oh my god now y'all got my cousins all trying to fight in the comments they better cut it out they know we do not handle things like that i think it's always important to educate once again you know it that was super hilarious though like yeah yeah i have a lot of love and that's one thing i must say that always motivated me. A lot of people always talk and see uh, a lot of public figures, they like to respond to negativity. It won't get me. I'm not really, I'm not into that. I'm 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 a lovers boy, a certified lovers boy. <laughs> like and I just plan to use my voice with, with love. I speak from my heart um and and my my heart feeds my brain, probably vice versa whatever. But I'm just looking forward to so many different things. Like you know, where there's a, a documentary, that two documentaries, about, by the way, that are being filmed. Um, a documentary about myself, and where you can actually see more of in depth. You will see more about my my vision impairment, and and that's the thing. A lot of people they see me walking, they are like wait, well, how are you walking if if you're if you're blind or if you're deaf. Well, retinitis pigmentosa and Usher syndrome, they fall underneath the category of blind and deaf. So that's why that that's the title. I don't really like to use the word deaf-blind. I prefer to just say I'm vision impaired and hearing impaired because I can hear you sometimes. And Sometimes and I and I can't see you as long as we got the light on or something, you know? So I can't change that. So I mean, it's it's just a blessing to know that you can be a voice for people who in the world people just look at us like, you know, whatever, you know. And I'm I'm trying to let these people know like we can do all things. And again, going if, if, if people like Mary J. Blige can go on stage and share her love and, and her pain and and her no more dramas and Dave Chappelle can go on stage and and and, and make funny jokes to, to express his pain and and his views in the world stephen mccoy can go on stage and 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 also inspire people and 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 share his story because oftentimes that it just shows how people see it It, wait you're blind you're deaf you're supposed to be you're supposed to be in the house and in the rocking chair not this one it, you almost had me, but not this one. I refuse to have that happen. It's not easy when people, you know, they just feel that you are supposed to be at the bottom, you know, and we, we got to continue to keep elevating. And and this is a game changer. That's why everyone, there's so much loud noise about it. If, if they've never seen it happen, and I'm aware of that. I don't I don't look at these types of things as a negative situation. Of course, if, if no one, if you've never seen this type of person be successful, you are gonna have questions. You are gonna nitpick and things like that. And I think that's okay. I realize that I do have a responsibility to educate people and I have no problem doing that. But we're gonna do it with love. We're gonna do it with respect. Everyone has a right to be successful and to to live life on their own terms. Just because you might be a person that I don't know, have sickle cells or have diabetes or hypertension, doesn't mean you can't go out in the sun and and get on a boat and 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 do a cannonball. You like just because that's the situation. Y'all really want a a person to just have to sit there and suffer? Should a person who has cancer just lay in the bed all day? If they have a good day where they're able to get out of bed, shouldn't they take that opportunity to live their life to the fullest? That's all I'm saying. Just because a person has a disability, which when I'm on tour, I always tell people I don't like to call it a disability anything with dis is is to discontinue and you can't discontinue my ability because i there are tools out there to to strengthen my my ability such as hearing aid such as a cane or such as a flashlight you know and that's why we use the term differently able because we are able it's just in a different way one of the little girls, she told me on tour, she said the only reason she went blind is because her father threw her across the wall. And we have that documented. And it, 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 and actually, I have a friend of mine, Goddess Johnson. Her story is amazing, too. She went blind because she was in a tragic car accident. So it's many different variations of of blindness. There's many different variations, like this is an amazing story that are out here. And I'm fighting for us to be able to get these stories out here. I've teamed up with Honorable uh, Mayor Roz Barata. And um, we're working on so many different things for the city of North. Also, there's so many different things that I'm not sure if I'm at liberty to speak about just yet. But I'm super, super excited. And we're going to, we're, listen, I'm fighting for y'all. Those who who have any, because trust me, if I was hiding and I was doing this and you see me with this person and that person... come on, I know there's somebody out there that's keeping and that's why I feel like I get a lot of support because a lot of y'all are still hiding and you know it, you know there's things that you're going through you know you might be having some vision issues, you know you might, or some health issues, whatever it is, but go or or mental health, whatever it is Um, just make sure that you go get the help and the support that you need to make your life a lot easier. You would be surprised because I had no idea there was a whole community out there that would support me. I had no idea, but it became the best thing in the world for me. And I'm just so grateful for y'all's support once again. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for always supporting me, supporting Sessions with Steven. It's been a long, long journey, and to be here 11 years, not including the six years of internship, (laughs) that was a lot of work, but I thank y'all so much. The support doesn't go unnoticed. Y'all know I'm very humble. I don't care. And I always say to, like, a lot of the, the students who, they're like, oh, my God. When they look at all uh, the collage of uh, of all of the interviews and things, they're like, oh, my God, you interviewed them. Oh, my God. And I just make it very clear that my success doesn't come from who stands beside me. It's, comes from who stands within me it's just that I'm very very serious about what I'm what I'm doing I, I I don't go around and try to tell people business and this and that I like it's crazy because y'all see me in the media but I am someone that I truly like to mind my business when I get off of work I like to drink my water I like to drink my green juice and I, I just go, and, and I love water. I, I just love being by the water, swimming in it, whatever. Um, y'all know, I told y'all I'm a Cancerian, a Leo rising. So I'm, I'm I'm having a beautiful time right now. Self-discovery is so dope. It's so amazing. Like, it, it, when you tap into self, there's no bigger thing than that. Like, you know, um, it, it's something that not even money can buy. I would say to those out there, just continue to do the self-work. Try to stay as healthy as you can. It's crazy out here. If you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Reach out to somebody. I know it's a cool world and you know people don't care, but there's somebody out there that cares. Do the research. And, and for those out there, once again, I love you. Thank you so much. And know your work. Thank you. That's just Steven. Hey. Hey, subscribe now.